morning, everybody, and welcome to the Jewish Reaction, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Associate Director of Yachad, and we'll be with you for the next hour. Uh, we're going to be playing some exciting, fast-paced pump-up music in preparation for Team Yachad's participation in the Miami Marathon and Half Marathon. Coming up this weekend, Yachad, for the fourth year, fifth year, I'm sorry, is going to be running in the marathon to raise money for Yacha to continue to promote inclusion for Jews living with disabilities throughout America and throughout the world. Uh, once again, we have more than 185 runners coming from 20 different states of all different ages and sizes, and we'll hear a little bit about it coming up. We have two runners who are going to be joining us to share with us why they're running, how they're running, how the fundraising was, why they think they're doing this, and everything else that goes into preparing for a half marathon. Just before we get into it, here is Ari Goldweg with Amechad and the Chevra with Chai. Let's go. 
And that was the Chevra with Chai, and right before that was Ari Goldweg with Amechad. Of course, you're listening to the Jewish Reaction right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Associate Director of Yachad, and of course, we're gearing up for Team Yachad's participation in the Miami Marathon and Half Marathon, of course, scheduled for this coming Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, February 2nd, of course, the race will be over and plenty of time for all of us to enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, before we continue on here, I'm excited to introduce our first guest, um, one of our two Team Yachad runners who's going to be joining me today. Uh, Andrea Levy is running her first half marathon, and Andrea is from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Andrea, welcome to the Jewish Reaction. Hi, Ellie. 
So, Andrea, let, let me jump right into it. Tell me, what were you thinking when you signed up for this half marathon? Have you ever done one before? No. No. Okay, so uh, maybe I should describe myself to you slightly. Sure. I'm 5'2", uh, five, five and extremely overweight, um, and uh, I'm not kidding. Like, I'm really overweight. Um, and my son uh, was participating last summer in the Yachad vocational program in Toronto, uh, he was working at a day camp, and he had vocational support from uh, Yachad's team at the camp. And uh, one night, we, he actually lived by himself in Toronto, and uh, a space in the house, and he went to and from work. It was an amazing growth experience for him. They sort of kept tabs on him from camp to some extent just to make sure that uh, he was, um, <laughs> I don't know, just you know, settling in properly, and, and uh, the rest of it he ended up doing pretty much himself. He shopped, he did laundry, etc. Um, but one night we came home from um, having dinner with him in Toronto, and uh, he had just been so effusively happy, and uh, it was incredible. It was I, I couldn't believe it all the way home. I was saying to my husband, I don't think I had ever, ever seen him so enthusiastic and, and sparkling. It was crazy fun to be with him that night. And um, I got home and I went on my Facebook and I saw an ad for Team Yachad and I thought, well, that would be a show way to show appreciation. You have to understand this is coming from somebody who doesn't exercise at all. I'm not sedentary. I do have a job as a caterer and so my job is very physical, but it doesn't mean that I'm you know, walking or running marathons. Um, and I looked at the various options and I thought that 5K was a little on the short side for showing as much appreciation as I was feeling. Um, in fact, my first time that I trained, I did 5K, so that was, that was definitely not enough. And then I looked at the half marathon and I thought, well, that's definitely out of my purview because I don't regularly walk 5K even. And, uh, this is going to be 21.1K or 13.1 miles. And I thought, I might as well do that. It'll show my appreciation. And I immediately signed up and then created a blog, a training blog, because I figured this was going to be good, me, this very heavyweight, short, 46, actually at the time 45, but 46-year-old woman, you know, going from nothing to doing a half marathon in six months. I thought that was going to be pretty interesting. And uh, then I immediately put it on my Facebook. I started a Twitter account and uh, started telling all my friends and relatives about it by email because I, I knew if I didn't go public, I wasn't going to follow through. So, so yeah, that, that was going to be one of my questions for you is a lot of times people will see something about it or get excited by the opportunity to be a part of Team Yachan and to run a half marathon, which is on a lot of people's bucket lists. Um, but a lot of times people will sign up and then say to themselves, oh, my God, what am I doing? And then end up backing out. Yeah. You haven't done that and you've really stuck with it. How have you been able to do that? Well, I think that one, one of the first things that I did that really um, made a difference for me was that I defined goals for myself. And in the end, my goals came out. I had three goals. The first one was to just complete the marathon as a walk, and I didn't care how long it took me. Um, that was that was my first goal, and I knew it had to be that way from the outset because you don't get to be 46 and weigh what I weigh, which is, you know, quite high. And if you want to know what it is, you can read my blog, which I'm sure we can put out there somehow. Absolutely. Because <laughs> um, I say it somewhere in there, um, but I'm not saying it on the radio. Um, anyway, that was the first goal. The second goal was to raise Yachad's profile, and I did that really mostly using social 
documentation. So it was not um, like I ended up doing a lot of uh, media otherwise than, uh, other than social. Um, and but the important part to, of that was making sure that other people knew about Yachad, both people who needed it for themselves or a family member, or uh, just the community at large, A, because they could tell other people, and B, because if they were aware of what Yachad was, they might be more inclined at some point to contribute or to participate. And then third was to fundraise for Yachad, because, again, you know, these things don't take place in a vacuum. Absolutely. uh, So, Andrew, let me ask you two questions. I mean, I've been um, part of Yachad and Team Yachad now. for This is going to be my uh, fourth half marathon. Um, there are two reasons that I find why people choose not to run with Team Yacha. Number one is either going to be, oh my God, a half marathon, there's no way I'd be able to do that. And number two is the fundraising. I don't like fundraising. I'm not a fundraiser. I feel uncomfortable asking people, how have you dealt with those two issues, both in terms of the training and in terms of the fundraising? Training, I really, you know, I was a swimmer in high school and a lifeguard. I, I didn't know anything about distance, anything. I, I really was not that kind of athlete ever. And so the first thing I did, actually, uh, after setting up the blog and, and going public, was I started researching endurance sports um, so that I would have a clue what I was getting into. And um, there's a, a lot of really, really great resources out there about uh, people who want to get into the sport. And um, I found that when I listened to that information, I mean, some of it applies to you and some of it doesn't. It depends on your personal situation. But it makes it, first of all, very much comforting that you know other people are dealing with the same uh, issues with training that you are, right? Issues being, I don't feel like getting out the door, right? Right. You know, one of the earliest things I learned was if you get out the door, you'll probably be happy you did. I remember after coming back from my first walk, and I just felt... Amazing, and I, I felt physically amazing, which you wouldn't necessarily expect from me being what I, you know, weighing what I weigh, being my age, not being fit in general, you know, but I got back and I just felt great. And I was like, wow, that was kind of a shock. And then it was like, but I wouldn't have found that had I not gotten out the door and done it. And so initially I was walking with um, other people and actually mostly do that actually now. Um, my husband actually for 20 years has been asking me to walk with him. He loves walking. We're actually both doing uh, this half marathon together. So he'll walk faster than me and I'll walk slower. But uh, we actually completed one other half. That's another story entirely. Um, he can't walk like with me for something that's timed. It's just too crazy. Or for this long. It's, it's harder work to walk slow than walk fast for right. me, Paul. <laughs> um, but, you know, really, like from lesson one, you know, get out the door. Lesson two, uh, you know, if something, if you feel like something is kicking your, your behind, then get out and do it again. You know, don't be afraid of something that's going to be, you know, seems horrible. I mean, me and Hills at the beginning, um, you know, what goes down must come up. It's been a frequent, uh, <laughs> a frequent theme in my blog. You know, the first time I did that, I was like, there is no way I can do that. And you know what? I did it. And then I did it again. And then I did it again. And we've actually had terrible weather up here this winter. I, normally, I, I thought I was going to train outside the whole winter. And then I was busy with my business for a while. And then once it calmed down, the weather was terrible. And I thought about joining a gym, and then it was getting too close, and then I was afraid I was going to fall on a treadmill or something. So I, I have had some backups in my training uh, I mean problems. But we did actually make it out to Las Vegas over the winter vacation, and we went hiking. And, you know, it was amazing. We were hiking up and down canyon walls, 
And my husband turned to me at the top of a particularly difficult one where we both felt like we were going to fall off the side of a mountain. And he said, can you believe that you even, like, considered coming here and doing this and, you know, having a vacation doing this kind of thing? And I was like, you know what? Six months ago, I would have laughed at you if you had told me that this is what we were going to do in Las Vegas for a week, go hiking, you know, and go hiking up mountains. (laughs) and go hiking on rocks. Right. I think it's incredible. Good good for you that you've been able to stick with it. You know, I mean, that takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of self-respect, self-worth, whatever you want to call it. It's really one of the hardest things to do. Because I enjoy it. Oh, absolutely. Look, there are a lot of things that I enjoy, but I don't do them all the time, and it's hard to stick with anything. (laughs) You know, the the easiest thing to stick with is sitting on the couch with a book or or a remote control. That's the easiest thing to do. 100%. 100%. Although we have considered taking up snowshoeing. (laughs) Not something that we're going to be doing in Miami, that's for sure. You're listening to the Jewish (laughs) reaction right here. I'm doing it after the marathon so that if I hurt myself, I don't have a problem with the marathon. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Jewish reaction right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Associate Director of Yachad. And we're being joined on the phone all the way from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, where it has to be colder than it is here in New York and definitely colder than it's going to be uh, this coming weekend in Miami with Andrea Levy, who is running with Team Yachad in the Miami Half Marathon for the very first time. Uh, Andrea, you spoke a, a little bit ago, about ago, how you found out about Team Yachad and you decided to pay it forward and to run with Team Yachad because your son had benefited from one of the vocational training programs uh, that Yachad puts on in the summer. Speak from, from a parent's perspective the appreciation that you felt towards Yachad and why this really gave you that extra you know, kick in the butt to, to get started and to really do this? You know, it's interesting that you should ask that. I was just explaining this to somebody else, and uh, I think my thoughts had never been quite as cohesive as they were in that last conversation. But when it comes down to it, our... Our becoming affiliated with Yachad was almost a fluke. Um, one summer in 2012, we were going to Israel, and we were considering programs for our son, who is very high-functioning and had been to typical boys' camps where Ura people, uh, you know, he'd been to Boys' Zone, he'd gone to Camp Nagila Midwest, there were other programs he had been in. And um, I saw Yad and I contacted them, and... You know, it was interesting. He was 17 or 16, so, you know, which part of the group would he be in if he went on this? And in the end, what they did was they asked him to go to a Shabbaton so that they could assess him and see whether he fit on one side or the other. In the end, he didn't end up going on Yad Liad, but he came home from that um, Shabbaton just thrilled. He had such a great time. He made a bunch of new friends and acquaintances. And it was the first time I had seen him truly socially happy. And when you look at the position that we're in in Hamilton, Hamilton is a smaller Jewish community. It's vibrant, and it's amazing to be an observant Jew in Hamilton. It's It's got an amazing core community. It's kind of like a Shabbaton every week with, with our community. But um, for boys who are in high school, it's not such a great thing, because you know, the really, really firm ones go away to yeshiva. The not-so-firm ones, they don't tend to come as often. And so then you end up with a kid who's Sabbath-observant but really has no friends hanging around on a regular basis. And um, so this was the first time, and he was already in grade 11, that he really was starting to socialize with other kids who were his age and Jewish. And uh, he had an amazing time. And actually, since then, he's become part of the team leadership board, sort of the high school leadership board. So he volunteers 
uh, on that and, and was appointed to the committee um, because over the last year they've gotten to know him, and, and that's awesome. Um, so it's really, it's, it's affected us in more than one way, our affiliation with Yachad. He's happier, and he knows people, and, you know, he was happy to go live in Toronto last summer in between three different schools because he knew people in the neighborhood who right. he had met at various things. So it's really made an enormous difference in the quality of life for him overall. And, um, you know, he's, like I said, he's very high-functioning. So when he goes to a Shabbaton, he actually volunteers. Like, I understood that this past weekend at the Shabbaton that he was at, um, he spoke on Friday night to the entire congregation. It was at a Shari Shemayim, an Orthodox synagogue in Toronto, and then he spoke again at Sudash Lashit. Um, if he's around early, early in the day, he'll help chef, he'll help cook. He, he's actually an amazing cook. Um, and he'll help out wherever needed. So... Um, it gives him the opportunity to be of service. Uh, it gives him the opportunity to um, interact with other people. But one of the things we all like about the Yachad in Toronto, anyway, that he's participated in because he hasn't really gone anywhere, really, uh, they really seem to have a great um, way of just calling everybody a participant. And so he's sometimes unclear as to who is disabled or special needs and who is not. And so you'll, you know, I, I stopped asking him questions like that ages ago. So is that a regular high school student who's coming to volunteer? Is that somebody who needs Yachad as a, as a person with a disability? He's like, I don't know. They're, we're all participants. And I love that. From the right. Well, that's the, the beauty that. of Yachad is that it's all about promoting the inclusion. And it doesn't matter if you're a typical high school student or not. Everybody is there exactly. to enjoy and do everything together, not as a counselor exactly. and a camper, but everybody's a participant. Right, right. and if, if you're an advisor, you're an advisor, and that's different than being a participant. Correct. And you know, Andrew, I'll tell you, I, in my job at, at Yachad, I speak to parents you know, a lot, and, and one point that keeps on coming across, and I get this more from mothers uh, than I do from fathers, is that one thing that really you know, kills them inside and hurts them inside is let's get, you know, in the summer on a Shabbos afternoon when everybody's going to their friends' houses and doing this or doing that or going here and going there, their children who might have some social issues that they're working on and dealing with will very often find themselves staying home alone with nobody to hang out with and nobody to play with and no, um, you know, nothing happening that Shabbos afternoon. I wanted to hear your your side of things um, in terms of with your son and now his involvement in Yachad and he's made more friends. You said that it's a very small community, but how has that changed his perspective and his experiences on a random Shabbos or on a random day? That's an interesting question because in our community, actually, you know, he is almost an adult, right? So he'll be 18 very shortly. Um, and he's I guess, I think it was after he started with Yachad, but he started going to Shabbat classes. We have a lot of rabbis in our community. We have a number of, I mean, there's at least 12 of them affiliated with our small synagogue. You know, my accountant is a rabbi. There's family doctors. But there happened to be a guy who, uh, I mean, it's not the one who runs the synagogue, right? It's just people who are members here. Sure. And so one of the guys happened to be a Kiruv rabbi who worked in Toronto, but who lived in Hamilton. And he started, for example, a class on Shabbat afternoon. And so actually he started going to this class and partially because he liked, um, liked the Rev and he liked the way he spoke. But it was very interesting because it was his choice, you know, not to sit at home and do nothing. I don't know if it was a direct result of Yachad or just that he really liked the Rav. But one of the things that I learned uh, early on, because I kept getting asked to go to the Shior, 
um, I, I was like, you know, I, I don't think I should because I don't want to sort of cap his behavior, have him looking at me like, oh, did I say the wrong thing or whatever. You know, I, you know, mothers and fathers, whether we like it or not, we can influence how our children behave in public even without sure. batting an eyelash. I think that's really incredible. Andrew, here we go. Just the last question that I have for you, and I want your gut reaction. What's one part of this weekend that you are absolutely looking forward to? So I'm going to give you the straight-up Canadian answer first, because we're all really sick of the weather that we're having this weekend. <laughs> so I'm really, I've been How cold is it right now in Hamilton? Um, I'm not uh, I'm not 100% sure. I haven't uh, gone outside today, but it was it's probably about minus 15 Celsius. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, and, you know, it, it, that's okay. I can deal with that. The problem has been that the, the weather has felt like minus 30, minus 40, minus 50. Oh, my god! It has in the States, right? But that's been un, that's unusual for the part of Canada in which I live. So we all are, and I'm like a sixth-generation Canadian, and I'm sick of this. So <laughs> and I can usually handle it. So I'm looking forward to Miami being warmer. I don't really care how much warmer. If there's no snow, I'll be happy. But even if it's like under five degrees Celsius, I'd be happy. Um, but also what I'm, I'm really looking forward to is the whole team aspect of this. Um, there's one other person in my city who is participating. Her name is Sarah Kohanzada, and plus my husband, Mark Schwartz. And, um, you know, so they're the only ones who we really know. And I was actually in Toronto picking my son up uh, some of those Shabbaton on Saturday night. I met Aharon uh, Weinstein. Is that? Yep. Aaron, he's an advisor he's, who's going, he was in Toronto for the Shabbaton, who's also right. going to be running in Miami. He's, he's coming, and I was just so excited to talk to him. Like that, you know, so I'm really looking forward to all, meeting all of the Team Yasset people. For whatever reasons we're there, we have this common experience that we've all trained for this, we've all done this, we've all had our experiences, and I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to that team community thing that, um, that really motivates me a lot, actually. It's great. I'll tell you, having done it three times now, the experience and the self-feeling and the group atmosphere that just naturally builds over the weekend is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I so, I so believe that. I, and my actually, my husband and both of my children are coming. They're going to volunteer at mile 13, the kids. So I'm actually looking forward to a picture of Team Schwebe. That's Marcus Schwartz. I'm lovely. We're the Schwebe. <laughs> uh, we're actually known as the Schwebe's, believe it or not. Uh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so we, uh, we're looking forward to, you know, all having the, the shirts and uh, getting some pictures taken as part of the team and, you know, things like that. It, it just I'm looking forward to that, to having been bigger than, having participated in something bigger than us. Well, I'll, t- um, I'll tell you from firsthand experience, you will absolutely 100% uh, get that experience. And Andrew, just before I let you go, just one, let me just tell you, I'm just looking it up now. The projections yes. for Sunday morning in Miami is a low of 70 and a high of 80. That's uh, Fahrenheit. Oh, that's great. And in that's Hamilton, in Hamilton, it's 20 degrees with a low of 10. And that's not including the wind chill. <laughs> so <laughs> you'll for sure get that aspect. Andrew Levy, uh, looking forward to meeting you this weekend. I want to thank you for joining me on the Jewish me Reaction. Too. Thank you, Ellie. Have a great, safe flight, and I'll look forward to seeing you there. You too. Thank you. You're listening to The Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network, brought to you by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the Associate Director of Yachan. And, of course, we're speaking today about the upcoming Team Yachan's participation in the Miami Marathon and Half Marathon this coming Sunday. 
on Super Bowl Sunday. Of course, we just spoke with Andrea Levy, who'll be running with Team Yachad for the first time. And next up, we'll be speaking with a Team Yachad runner who's going to be running for the second time. Just before we introduce that runner, here are two songs, uh, Hafachta by Avram Fried and Hule Hule by Eighth Day. Okay. 
That was Hule Hule by Eighth Day and Hafachta by Avram Fried. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Ellie Hagler, and I'm excited to introduce my next guest, who will be running in the Miami Half Marathon for the second time, Ben Kramer. Welcome to the Jewish Reaction. Thank you very much, Ellie. So, Ben, let's uh, tell everybody a little bit about what happened last year. Last year, your wife... Sam was running in the half marathon with Timi Achan, and you were coming down to spend the weekend and to support her in her race. Friday morning, two days before the race, you figured, hey, what the heck, why don't I do it too? So you signed up and you ran as well. How was that experience for you? Well, first of all, I don't know if I'd call it running, <laughs> nor is uh, getting along. At the some point, trying to cross that finish line. <laughs> exactly, that was the uh, the goal, and having my all my extremities together in one piece was also one of my goals. So, really, that was a heck of an accomplishment—the fact that you're still alive to talk about it. Oh, 100%. I didn't think I, uh, I didn't think I would survive, but uh, so what God made you? Well, first of all, what made you sign up last year? Why did you do it? And two, why did you decide to sign up again? So last year, um, my wife, uh, Samantha, kept uh, telling me, oh, you'll just come with me, you'll just come with me. And I'm like, no, not really. Um, <laughs> and then it got to the point on the plane, and she's like, you're just going to do it with me, right? So I'm like, okay, I guess. So I uh, I called you, and I said, Sam wants me to do it, so you registered me. <laughs> uh, that was so done, by the way, Friday morning at the Expo Center. <laughs> yes, 100%. And, um, and then, I don't know, this year, so then I, during the race, I swore to myself, I said, this is the dumbest thing anyone could possibly do. <laughs> I don't understand. I understand, okay, maybe doing it once, get the thrill out, but doing it a second time, why would anyone put themselves through that? Um, so I was pretty much done. And then, I don't know, you know, the Yuntus came, and, you know, I put on a couple of hundred pounds. <laughs> just a couple of hundred. Just a couple of hundred. And I thought maybe it would be a good idea to uh, use this as a, uh, as a springboard. So, um, after talking with you and um, uh, speaking with my wife, I said, you know what, let's do it. And uh, here I am. So, so before we, we get into what you actually did, I want everybody to know that Ben has absolutely jumped into this feat first and has really grabbed the bull by the horns, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it. How, what have you done over the last six or seven months to get ready for this? Well, I, I started my uh, train. I signed up. Um, I believe it was either the last day of September, or the first day of October, and October sixth is when I officially uh, I started training. My last meal Saturday, night, October fifth, I had two slices of pizza. That was your delicious. your end of the pre-training time. That was my pre-training dinner, and I went to a movie with my father-in-law actually, and I got Snicker bites, which were delicious <laughs> as well. Uh, so that was a Saturday night before I started training. October 6th, Sunday, was my first train. I uh, I did 4.4 miles at about 13.5-minute pace. Uh, you know, so I was encouraged that I actually got out there, and I felt uh, okay, you know, chugging along. And um, and it's been uh, it's been much better ever since. 
So what? So that was an average of about thirteen and a half minutes over four miles. What are you up to now? Um, so eight, uh, nine days ago on Sunday, um, which was the last run for the uh, Team Yachad calendar, I ran ten miles in an hour and forty minutes, which is a ten-minute mile. So wow! So over four months, you've trained, you've lost weight, you've built up, uh, you've built up the stamina to the point where you've run almost three times as much as day one. And in three or three and a half minutes better per mile. That is correct. Wow, it's wild. It's amazing. Uh, ben, let me ask you, now you've been there before, so you've kind of done it. What's one thing that you're looking forward to and one thing that you're dreading? Uh, the one thing I'm looking forward to, hopefully this year, is to be able to run the last piece. Uh, because last year I didn't train and I was completely out of shape. I couldn't even run the last piece and I just had to walk it home. So I'm really hoping that that, that bend around that goes around um, you mean that the last like point three miles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's that's what I'm really looking forward to. What am I dreading? Probably waking up at three thirty in the morning. And, two two uh, days in a row. Two days in a row. Yeah. <laughs> so, right, because uh, everybody just to explain the race itself starts at six fifteen in the morning. So you got to get up at three. We have breakfast, then we take the buses down to the race, and it just takes time with twenty five thousand runners gathering. It just takes time to get everybody to their starting point, and then again, people are flying home. Monday morning because we're having a Super Bowl party in the hotel. So people, again, in order to get back for work or school, uh, are taking early, early flights out Monday morning. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty much uh, dreadful. But uh, listen, you know, it's, it's, it's been a good time, and I'm looking forward. You know, so I one more question for you. There are two things that I have found that are the reason why people are reluctant to do this. Number one is the training, which you've already spoken about, is that I can't run a half marathon, it's so far, oh my God, it's not for me, I can't do it. And the second thing is the fundraising. I don't like to raise money, I don't want to ask people for money, I feel bad. You've done both, and you've done both well. You've now raised over $7,000, and you're now at the point where you're running 10 miles in an hour and 40 minutes. Speak a little bit about both aspects and how you were able to do it. Um... I don't. Um, I don't mind bothering people so much. <laughs> uh, I guess as I would say, but uh, it's just an email, in my opinion. And you know, people could just delete the email if they don't want it. And I don't, um, you know, impose necessarily. I, you know, people have asked me, you know, oh, how much should I give? How much should I give? And to me, it's never about the amount to give. It's just uh, a matter of giving. Uh, I'm running for a good, a good organization, great organization, Yachad. And um, as uh, I don't know if Ellie's mentioned, but Ellie and I are both running in Artin uh, Lachaim and in honoring our friend's memory, Chaim Feigenman, who passed away a couple of years ago. So, you know, just telling people about that and, and what we're doing it for, and, and it's just a great cause for people to give money to. Um, what's also helped me a lot in, in raising the money is uh, I like to give people updates. So every two or three weeks, I uh, send people an email to where I am with my weight loss and where I am with my training, how far I've gone, etc. And I, you know, I think people, you know, could see that I'm actually doing it, and they want to give to the cause based on knowing that I actually. Right, they'll the want to sponsor you more and be, get behind you more because you're actually holding up your end of the bargain. Also, you're not just hoping to finish; you're really doing everything necessary to do it in the best way you can. Exactly, just like you, right? Um, almost. I've done some training. I've done 30 miles in the last 10 days. Right. Um, but yeah, I got a little bit of a late jump on my training this year. <laughs> 
And I want to thank you for bringing that up on my show. That was my I want everyone to know. So, Ben, to get, tell everybody, where are you at? What was your last update in terms of weight loss that you're at since you've started uh, training for this race? So since I started, um, as of two weeks ago, I had lost 54 pounds. Wow. Uh, I'm now up to 59 and a half, hoping to break the 60 mark. And as I've continued my weight loss, I have pledged to donate $2 for every pound I lose till race day. And I've gotten a couple people to back me as well. So anyone who's listening and uh, would like to continue on that, you can go to my Team Yachad page. Yeah, anybody, Benjamin. you can go to teamyachad.com and you can search for Benjamin Kramer or Team L'Chaim. And uh, please help us in this great cause. Wow, that's crazy. Good for you. Yashikoach, call a kavod, and we'll see you in Miami. Thanks so much. Thanks, Ben. Have a good one. You too. Bye. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Associate Director of Yachad. We have just a few minutes left here. We're going to play some more music after speaking with both Ben Kramer and Andrea Levy, two Team Yachad runners who are looking forward to this coming weekend's uh, festivities and event culminating with the actual race itself Sunday morning. And then, of course, our annual post-race barbecue. And this year, for the first time ever, because the race is on Super Bowl Sunday, we're going to be having a Super Bowl party. Uh, here is Yehuda with Kos Yeshuos and Yachar.
was Yachad, and right before that we had Yehuda with Kos Yeshua, so you're listening to the Jewish Reaction right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Eli Hagler, I'm the Associate Director of Yachad, and of course we just spoke with both Ben Kramer and Andrea Levy, two Team Yachad runners who are gearing up for this coming weekend's Miami Marathon with Team Yachad. Of course, the race itself is Sunday morning at... 6.15 in the morning, if you want to sponsor either those two runners who have joined me or any runner, please go to teamyachad.com. Find the runner and sponsor as much as you are willing and able. Uh, coming up here with just a couple minutes left, we're going to finish with a song that has quickly become one of our favorites here in the Yachad world. Here is Benny Friedman with Yesh Tikva. Sorry, 
And that was Benny Friedman with the Yesh Tikva. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Of course, coming up next is Nachum with Buy the Book. And then following that will be a live lunch with ZK right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Jewish Reaction with Ellie Hagler. Wishing everybody a wonderful week.